Welcome back to the Coconut Grove podcast. I'm Katie. We also have Ashley here this week with me doing a duo episode. We are going to be talking about 20 things that we slash I wish I knew before I was 30. Join us. It's going to be fun. Oh, hi. Hey, Katie. How's it going? Great. We sound really good, don't we? We just got to... I know. That's because we just had our tutorial with our sound instructor, Andy. Our audio is sounding better and better each week. Plug. Anyways. (laughs) Woo! Yeah, I know. It's awesome. They're really good. I'm super excited about this. So hopefully this sounds amazing. Yeah, and maybe it sounds the same and we just made Andy's job like 10 times easier or 50 times easier. Whatever it is, I'm happy. I'm satisfied. Me too. (laughs) Um, Let's dive in. Let's get into this week's episode. Starting with some stories or fun updates. Do you have any? Nope. I've been trucking along. I guess the only story I have is that I could not sleep last night because the family dog was barking all night. It's not fun. How many episodes has this been? Like, is this three episodes you're away from home now or more? Oh, yeah, I think so. Yep. That'll be like, I think that'll be three because I'm gone for three whole weeks. Ooh. And I think we, we recorded an extra one, so it might be four total. Nice. Yeah. I know. That's so fun. <laughs> so this is like the intermediate week between weddings. So no no updates um, on that. I saw a couple of friends, which was awesome. But otherwise, no. Just, just the barking dog situation. Aww. Dogs. Yeah. Well, I have a cat story. Yeah. it. The day that we're recording this today is Buster's first birthday. A year ago, he was born in my closet. Ah, so cute. <laughs> Oh, and now, and now he is bigger oh. than all of my cats. All of them. He's huge, right? He's ginormous. I don't know what the heck happened, but he's always been big. He was always the biggest baby of the litter. And we used to laugh and make fun of him because he was just like the big old rat of the litter. <laughs> so my mom also had one from that same litter. So I text her photos of her cat, uh, little kitten photos that I had of him. Uh, she renamed him Carvaggio, but you'll remember him as Fat Boy Kevin. Oh, yep, Fat Boy Kevin. Of course. <laughs> so I sent her photos, and she was like, "Oh my gosh, oh." <laughs> um, so missing Georgie, our sweet little orange angel. But yeah, yeah. I just wanted to share. I can't believe it's been Aww. a year. Happy birthday, babies! I know. You're so Huge. big now. Biggest babies. <laughs> Oh, that's so cute. Yeah, he he's not really. Yeah. No, no, he's a giant. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So cute. Did you get them a little like cat cake? No, but I gave treat? him wet food this morning, but I just know it's going to upset his stomach. Oh, that's a big so treat. So we'll just, we'll wait till this evening. <laughs> the treat for him, but not for you. Exactly. Oh my God. <laughs> uh, what's your sunshine medicine? Well, speaking of which, it's Marley. Ah! I was like, oh, Marley. Marley's like the only consistency in my week right now. He's been following me around. Um, So Mike's been away at a bachelor party uh, in like a hiking area. And so the dog's been living with me. And so it feels like I have a tiny little friend that just like has to sit under my feet. Like because we're not at our house we're at my parents' house. He's like really unfamiliar. So he's literally like under my feet. Like he needs to be right beside me. So I don't know. He just 
It's like irritating, but also super cute that he's so loving right now. He's like, don't forget me. Don't forget me. Don't worry. I don't forget you. Oh my gosh. He's such an angel. I love Marley. He's cute. Yeah. 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 What about you? um, I have two sunshine medicines. Um, One is because you can see them. I got my brows done again. Um, Oh, yeah. But then Nestor made a comment that I'm like, okay, maybe I'm not going to get my brows done anymore. <laughs> what? Um, That he was like, oh, well, they're like sticking up straight. Don't you want them to be like pushed to the side? And I'm like, yeah. And I was like, they're supposed to look like that. Yeah, they are. And he was like, oh, well, I mean, I guess it, it's doing what it's supposed to then. And I'm like, what do you mean? So... My thing is my bra- my brows are always pushed to the side. They're always very flat to my face, so you can't see them. So, I don't know. Now I'm conflicted. But anyways, that was my sunshine medicine. I think it looks cool, although you're very small on my screen and it's a little bit granulated. But I've seen you in person. I thought they looked nice. <laughs> yeah, it's how I usually do them. Um, yeah. And then my other sunshine medicine is this app called Finch. And it is made for executive dysfunction. It is fantastic. I cannot recommend this app enough. It's called Finch. F-I-N-C-H. Basically, it's like like a Tamagotchi that keeps you alive. Like, you've got a little pet. (laughs) Not the other way around. (laughs) Exactly. You've got a little pet. And every day, you, like, check in on your goals And your goals can be whatever. Like, they can give you suggested goals or uh, you can put your own own goals in there. But they range from everything to, like, take a shower every day to, like, call your mom once a week to, like, you know, uh, wear your favorite color every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. Like, it, it just gives you, like, really cute, like, mini achievable goals to just, like, create really good habits. And also, if you struggle with executive dysfunction, um, this app, like, it's like, okay, wash your sheets every Sunday and pick up every night. Like, one of your goals is, like, to clean the kitchen, you know, every night or whatever. So you mark that off and you give your little pet energy. And when your pet has energy, two things happen. One, they can go adventure. And when they adventure, they can find cool things and learn about themselves. And two, you get, like, points, rewards to go buy things for the pet in the shop. Like, they have a little house. Oh. And, like, you can buy them clothes and, like, stuff for the house. And you can have friends on the app. And you can, like, send your friends encouragement. And when your pets are friends with each other, like, you can give each other gifts. It's so cute. Oh, so cute. So I sent it to my brother. I can totally see this, like... Working for your Sims, your Sims fascination. Yes, exactly. Oh my gosh. It's like, <laughs> it's so amazing. So it's like, it has a name and like my brother and I are on the app and we are like sending each other stuff all the time and our pets are like getting to know each other because they have their own personalities. And it's like, today I discovered cherries. I don't like cherries. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, that's oh. cute. You don't like cherries. And it's like, but I like water. And I'm like, okay, that's great. You like water. Like, it's like telling me about it as, as this like learning and venturing through the forest. It's so cute. I'm obsessed. Yeah. It's got like an annual fee and usually I don't pay for app things, but mm. I'm going to do it after I'm still on the free trial. I've got like two days left. I'm going to do it. It's, it's really fun. It's paying off and it's like keeping me on track. 
of like things that I should be doing. Like instead of wiping my face with like a cloth, like a makeup wipe, like going to wash my face at night is like one of the things. I'm like, bing, I get the energy for my pet. That's amazing. I know. Where did you find this? Uh, It was recommended on uh, either Reddit or a Facebook group um, in like the neurodiverse space. And I stumbled on it and was like, oh my God, I forgot I downloaded this. Let me give it a shot. And I'm obsessed. So, sunshine. That's pretty cool. Yes, ma'am. That's a big one. Yeah. What are you looking forward to? (laughs) (laughs) Um,. I think I'm just looking forward to next week, which now I'm sure with everyone listening in the time-space continuum is making no sense. But next week is my my real week off, and I think we're going to do some hiking, like I said before. But yeah, I just, I'm really excited about just going outside and being outside. So that is plain and simple what I'm looking forward to. Nice. That's really nice. That sounds good. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I'm also what looking forward to some time off. Because there's like a three-day weekend coming up in America. Mm-hmm. So looking forward to that. Chilling an extra day. Labor yeah. day. Do you have any plans? No, I never have plans for my <laughs> days off. I just take them as they come. Enjoy them without too much <laughs> commitment. Chill. Yeah. I know. Totally. Yeah. yeah. All right. The most... Everybody's favorite part of the episode, I should say. Uh, What's hot, Ashley? Okay. So being back in Canada, I have been reminded that, and I'm going to say something that might not be favorable, but chocolate in America is disgusting. Yeah, I hear that a lot. It's terrible. And I forgot because I ate some chocolate back home and I was like, oh, dang, this is amazing. And I'm like, wait, this is just garbage chocolate that I'm munching on. Oh, yeah. Chocolate in in, in Canada is really good, and chocolate in America is horrible. So I'm going to bring you back some Kit Kats. Oh, yay. Because it's real chocolate. I don't know if we have, like, that European influence, but it's real chocolate. I think that American chocolate is just, like, ground-up cocoa powder and wax. Oh, my gosh, yeah. If you're talking about, like, the cheap candy bars, most likely. No. Like, good candy bars. They're called candy bars. That's the problem. Ours are called chocolate bars. Well, that's the thing. Are we talking about chocolate or candy? To me, those are two different things. Like if it's just a bar of chocolate, it's a chocolate bar. If it's like a Kit Kat or a Reese's or a Hershey's, maybe a Hershey, not a Hershey's, but like a a Twix. Like those are candy bars. Mm. So our candy bars, if that's what we're calling them, like things with stuff inside or like those brand names, they're made with real chocolate. So they mm-hmm. taste just as good as like a high quality chocolate bar. Ah, gotcha. Yeah. That's I the difference. And that. we don't call those candy bars because it's real chocolate on everything. We don't have that other stuff. And I forgot. And you need to eat this because yes. it will blow your mind to eat a Kit Kat with real chocolate. It's incredible. A, t- a Twix with real chocolate. An O. Henry. You probably haven't heard of it. A Coffee Crisp. What is that? I'll bring you it. It's insane. And for our listeners, if you are excited, I can put this as part of the giveaway. (laughs) Yes. Oh, my God. Yeah. Genius. So that is super hot and probably pretty timeless because Canada always has good chocolate. (laughs) Yes. Oh, my God. I'm I'm really excited now. Don't hold out when you come back. Okay. I'll load (laughs) up. Okay, yeah. (laughs) Um. Mine are, I have two things. 
neither of these things that I have. (laughs) So this is wishful thinking. Well, the first one I do have on the way, and it is the Teza collage kit. And I have the Teza film editing app on the iPhone, and she has merch, slash the company has merch, and they have these collage kits, and there's like 150 photos in these kits, and they're all like of us, of like some type of theme, and they're for your wall, like to like put images all over your wall. So I was thinking I would start putting one together for doing video for the podcast. So I started with that one. I started with the purchasing one of the collage kits. So I can have like a place to start with the photos that I want to do, the kind of theme that I want to do. And then I'm going to start adding my personal photos and uh, things that I have to it. So I'm excited. My wall is going to be really cute. Um, So that's hot. It's going to be gorgeous. I'm excited. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the second thing is silver jewelry. Um, Gold jewelry is out. Silver jewelry is in. What? Um... I don't know. What? How does that work? Yeah. So I don't know. I'm gonna I'm gonna purchase some silver because I've noticed that I have like a ton, even this jacket, a ton of hardware on my clothing is silver and not gold. So when I wear gold jewelry with something that is silver, it just kind of feels unsatisfying, especially because I have mm. silver shoes. So I have a lot of silver shoes. So I hear you on that. Now my my jewelry doesn't match. And I've been seeing a ton of people really start like getting into silver jewelry all over the internet. And I don't want to use the word influencers, but maybe that's what I'm talking about. Um, <laughs> anyways, everybody's wearing gold jewelry or silver jewelry and not gold. So I feel like I want to mix it up. I'm going to test the waters, just get some basic earrings, hoops maybe maybe a necklace that's really the big maybe because I don't love silver on me but maybe I'm just projecting I don't know that's see that's why that was my reaction I'm like uh, I don't like silver on me it looks great on some people um you're making you're giving me strong like 2015 engagement ring vibes right now Ooh, why like, 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 you know how everyone got like this big chunky silver ring with like the halo. Like, is that what's po- getting popular again? No, same type, okay. same, same types of jewelry, just silver. So like, same hoops, Interesting. chunky hoops, but they're silver. Like chain earrings, but silver. Um, okay, I so could probably. It's more kind of like the that. '90s metallic vibe that I'm getting. Like, kind of like, yeah. kind of like a tech girl vibe from the '90s. Ooh, that's the kind of from the that's 90s. the kind of vibe I get from like doing silver on me. So that's kind of where I'm leaning with it. So I'm like, I can, I think I can accept that, like, because I already wear a lot of black, but I'm like re-owning the black clothes that I have because, like, you and I have had conversations about how, like, uh, it's so lifeless. But like, I'm making it. I'm trying to make it really fun because, like, that is a core part of my personality. Still, I can't help it. <laughs> So <laughs> now you just make me feel bad. Oh, but people who wear black clothing are lifeless. No, yes. no. No, I know I didn't say that, but I just like, oh no. No, you're totally right. I was like, um, I was shopping. Well, I wasn't really shopping. I was like window shopping the other day in the city um, whilst I was buying a snack. So I wasn't shopping, but I looked outside at some of the windows and they're like, the style here is so dark, like black, burgundy, tweed. I'm like, mm. 
Yeah, it's just very yeah. nice. Yeah, it's very, it's like, a it, well, it's Aritzia, basically. Like, Aritzia's core foundation. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's cool. I, I'm interested to see how the silver looks on you. Yeah, right? Yeah. So, mm-hmm. that's hot. That is hot. So, I'll, I'll report back if I actually think it's hot on me. I'm going to try it out. I'm going to try it out. I have enough, like, silver hardware on my clothing, like I said. And, like, my bags have silver on it. It'll it'll just be, like, more satisfying to the outfit. Like, I'd be doing the outfit justice. Like, forget totally. about me. It's about the outfit at that point. Yeah, I've never even thought to, like, think of the color of my buttons. Like, there's never gold hardware on, right? like, well, maybe zippers, but not buttons. Usually. Sometimes it's brass. And brass, you can get away with doing the gold. True. But when it's just bright silver, like on this jacket that I have, wait. True. Yeah. It catches the light. Oh, yeah. It's like it's very silver. It's obvious. Yeah, yeah. Anyways. Hmm. Well. Try it out. Let's get into some things that we wish we knew slash want to know. Do you want to cover some episode goals of this really fun topic? Yes. I think basically to sum it up, the episode goals or goal is to share with you guys 20 things you might want to know before you are 30. Um, So 10 will be from the perspective of me over 30 and 10 will be from the perspective of Katie under 30. So mine are more like wish I knew or would have liked to have known and Katie's are like um, more goal type things. So things she's hoping for. Yeah. Yeah. Let's do it. It applies to all aspects. (laughs) I'm excited for this one. All right. So we were planning on kind of alternating to give you a bit of spice, spice it up. And uh, I don't know. Do you want to start with uh, one from what I wish I knew or one from what I'm going to do? Yeah, let me start. Let's start with like what I want to learn because I think it'll really be fun to feed into like, okay, well, this is what maybe you should consider too. And then we can kind of like feedback from there. Okay, because mine is like and a really I easy place seen to start. Yours. I know I kept them hidden on purpose. Yeah, I I did that on purpose. I was gonna send them to you, but I was like, it, it'll be fun. Get your honest yeah, raw this reaction. Be a surprise. I didn't. Yeah, I didn't read yours either. I see them on the sheet, but I didn't read them. Oh, okay. Okay, this is cool. Okay. Uh, thing one, I want to learn what to set my eye on. The big goal, because like. I have so many like little things that I could be doing, little mini goals and like different paths that I see myself falling down. By the time I'm 30, I want to like know what the thing is that I'm working on, like the big goal, whatever it is. It can be anything, but I want to have that nailed down. Okay. Okay. How do you feel about that? That's really interesting. I, I'm just trying to see if any of my goals are... Like, or not my goals, any of my advice, I guess you could say, are complimentary to that one. So, yeah. So, I think even my first one is kind of complimentary to that. So, in my opinion, and what from what I've learned, life is short and you should really savor everything that you truly love. So, maybe a little bit along the lines of like, one ultimate goal might not exist, but 
uh, finding happiness in what you're doing today is going to set you free. Ooh. Hot take. (laughs) And that comes from a place of looking for that ultimate goal for a long time. And maybe at 30, deciding that it doesn't exist. Mm, Interesting. I like that. Okay. Well, on to number two then for me. Uh, I want to learn how to stick up for myself. Ooh, okay. Yeah. Sometimes it's hard. Coming from a place of experience or coming from like a self-improvement or both? I think both. Um, It's just like learning to say no and also like learning to maybe vocalize why or also um, like learning to like, yeah, stand up for my values. Mm-hmm. Kind of all encapsulating. Or like when I'm wronged, like being able to speak up for it instead of like being passive. Yeah. No, that's a really good goal. Um, you might even reframe it as learning to set boundaries. Yeah. Right? That's kind learning of like a broad way, I guess, because it's like it, it's setting boundaries with like a lot of people, especially strangers. Because, like, in situations where I wouldn't stand up for myself, it's, it's like, yeah, it's coming from a place of being, of, like, trying to choose the passive option. It's easier to just get out of the situation and stand up for myself. Yeah, yeah. For the boundaries, it's more like considering all of the other people that I don't know personally or don't have, like, a relationship with enough to be comfortable setting boundaries. So when I think of, like, standing up for myself, I think of, like, situations where I'm passive because I don't, like, know the person slash would feel more comfortable just, like, getting out of the situation instead of, like, standing up for myself just to stand up for myself. That's the way that I feel with, like, framing it in a boundaries way because it's not, like, that I necessarily can't set boundaries it's that oftentimes when I'm not standing up for myself it's because taking the easier way out is there because I don't don't have to continue this conversation tomorrow or the next day or two weeks from now you know what I mean so that's kind of the way that I'm thinking of it Hmm. well that kind of matches what my second one was which was don't be afraid to say no um not exactly the same I mean that kind of yeah yeah, don't be afraid to say no. I just think a lot of like uh, things that I've learned are that like your energy or your energy and time is the most precious. Like, not the most precious quantity, but it is one of the most precious things in this world is is your health and your energy and time. Yeah. So don't be afraid to say no, and don't be afraid to stand up for yourself. Yeah, I think that fits in. Yeah, I like that. Okay, my next one is I want to work with my neurodiverse brain better. Uh, I don't know if that sentence worked either. <laughs> Clearly, I'm malfunctioning. I think today. it applies. Yeah, it applies to a lot of people. Um, learn how to work with your unique style of learning. Learn how to work with your own brain. Work with yourself and not against yourself. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Did uh, more on a broad sense. Uh, but that one's definitely a personal one of just like, because it, I, I did just learn about this so recently and I am just like learning more and more each day. Um, it's like now I want to be able to like work with myself and not against myself like I have been my whole life. So I guess in like a more broad sense, it's like, yeah, to like work, work with what I've got <laughs> and like make that work. Yeah. 
yeah, it it's kind of along the lines of self-acceptance. Not entirely because that sounds passive, but it really is like by the time you get to 30, it's like you can improve yourself and that's good. But there are certain things that it is really helpful just to accept and move on for sure. Yeah. What's your next one? Um, so my next one is slow down, um, downtime and less hustle are super valuable. Like I said before, like time is short. Life moves very quickly. And after 30, things seem less expendable. Like things go and you start losing important people in your life. Yep. And you start losing, um, you just start losing things and time is one of them. Mm, Yeah, that's a good point. So, So slow down. Yeah. Um, my next one is I went to learn how to save money because <laughs> I struggle with that. As soon as I have something saved, either like an emergency will happen or like, I don't know, something always happens and then all my savings are gone. And then I like get upset at saving anything. And I'm like, I'm just going to spend all my money, forget everything. <laughs> so yeah. I need to like create better money habits overall. Well, I don't know if that improves for everyone at 30 or after 30, but it's a definitely a good lifelong goal for everyone because everyone can benefit from being better with their money for sure. Yeah. But the sooner you can do that, the better. Exactly. Right? If you can be saving and investing before 30, then it will benefit you multiple fold. Yeah. Not just after 30. Or just like create better money habits around. Yeah. Just like my lifestyle by the time. So when I'm 30 and I'm thinking of like, you know, the next steps in life. I'm not bogged down by all the poor decisions of my 20s. <laughs> totally. Yeah, yeah. And money is a big one. That's a good thing. That can help for a lot of things. My next one is uh, experience helps. So a lot of us at around 30 have some experience, but not a lot. But it's probably more true that it's who you know. So that is very annoying for a lot of us who work super hard to get our education and to, you know, press through. But I have found time and time again that experience is a little and uh, who you know is a lot. So if you can network or you can use other soft skills, you'll probably get farther. Nice. That's good advice. Um, Okay, my next one is I went to learn how to apply what I've learned in life. Because my issue is not that I don't know things. It's that I don't apply what I know. Yeah, that sounds like goal number one. <laughs> Figure out the ultimate the ultimate thing. Yeah. Figure right. out the... Uh, In another way, the, yeah, that is... Where to put of. your energy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. I think probably a lot of people feel that way too, though. You know, like a lot of things. You know, you've spent a lot of years channeling and acquiring different skills and things like that and now it's like well what do I do for the rest of time yeah yeah and you know a a lot of time to just getting stuck in the overwhelm of there's so much that I can do that that you just don't do any of it so yeah just more time there totally totally yeah what's your next one um maybe I should have said this with the money one but from my experience, you will not regret spending money on experiences ever. 
but you will regret spending money on products. Ooh, that's going to come up later on another one of mine. But I like that. (laughs) Yeah, so I'm thinking like, I do not regret any of the travel, any of my education, any of my like impromptu trips back home anything I've spent on a friend or family, I don't regret a single dime. But there are like, there's like stuff and like junk and like clothing and like beauty products and like treatments I've got that I'm just like, this was nice, but I'm the same person and I don't have anything to show for it. Yeah, I love that. I'll bring, I'll circle back to that one in a little bit. We're getting there. My next one is uh, I want to learn how to let people in more. So kind of like letting that guard Mm. down. Yeah. Totally. That's super big. That's really helpful because I think as we get older, we have to learn how to rely on each other. Like you can't be so independent. Yeah. It's not like at 30, your health fails, but you start to do things that require more help. Like you need a community. If you're going to raise kids, I'm not saying for the two of us, but people who are going that route, they might be raising kids, takes a whole community. You need to be able to trust and communicate with people around you. So yeah, exactly. That's a big one. Yeah. Good one. On that note, I said that Before, time is very important. That's probably one of the most valuable quantities or commodities. But the most important thing in life, I think, is family and friends. And that might be for me only, but I think I could argue that the benefit of having a trusted friend or one family member or just a trusted person in your life, like never isolate yourself. Never isolate yourself. It will... It will creep up in in ways that you can't even describe. You need to have people around. And like you said just before, you need to be open to them. It makes a huge difference. Yeah, that's great. Um, Okay, my next one is I want to learn how to have a real hobby that I spend time on, not something that I turn into a revenue stream or something that I put down (laughs) after taking two lessons, like a real hobby. That's something that I stick with. It remains just a hobby. That's what I want to learn how to do. (laughs) That's pretty cool. I mean, that's a little bit like the chill out and less hustle, right? You're just like, enjoy life, enjoy things for what they are. That's big. That's hard to do. (laughs) I know. I told you they were ambitious. (laughs) They're ambitious for sure. Um, Okay. Well, another one of mine is basically it's okay to have a timeline. I've realized timelines are actually really good because they keep us on track and they keep us accountable for what we want out of life. But where you run astray is when you try to follow someone else's timeline or you try to follow general timelines, right? So it's kind of like the kids thing. So at 30, a lot of people are like, oh, you have to have kids by 30. And that's not true. You don't. But if you want kids, there is a certain timeline for you and you should try to follow that timeline. Um, And that applies to so many other things too. Like it's just easier to get your driver's license when you're a little kid. It's easier to learn how to rollerblade when you're a little kid. Um, Things become harder as you get older. So if there's things you want out of life, like now is the time because it's only going to get harder. but set your own timeline and and hold yourself accountable. Don't follow other people's timelines. Yeah, the ultimate advice. It's so hard to follow, but totally. it's so good. 
Okay. Uh, number eight for me is uh, learn to remember that learning can be fun and there should be time to explore things that I don't know. So separate from hobby, separate from work, like setting aside time for myself, whatever that looks like, to like rem- remind myself how much fun it can be to just like explore the world and like know that I don't know anything. And then just like be totally. okay with that and like enjoy that. That's really good. I was going to put a bonus one, but I'll just say here, some of the best advice I ever got from a family friend who's unfortunately since passed away, he said that you should never stop learning. So that's exactly what you're saying. Never stop learning because if you stop learning, you stop living. Totally. You've got to always be learning something new. Yes. I would snap, but I don't know if it'll sound good. We have the audio. We got to keep that yeah, audio good. Snap, yeah, snap. Here's snap. <laughs> <laughs> um, yep. Okay. Okay. So I guess that was just my like little bonus plug. Ooh, okay. Uh, you're going to drop two an- more. Oh, yeah. Drop them. I got two more. So I'll give you one. Okay. Who you are is not defined by what you do. And that took me 100 years to learn. And I don't think I've learned that lesson yet. That's a good one. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Okay. Mine's more more applicable to corporate America. Uh take more okay. take more paid time off. Oh God. If it's there, there there's it's my available. If it's there and available, by the time I'm 30, I think that's just like a general like healthy work life boundary rule. But I think that is applying it is take more paid time off because I don't do that enough. Oh my God, totally. Any Canadian would give an American that advice work less. It it just work less. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. This life is yeah. not for working. I, you work so you can have a good life. Yeah. What are you doing? Are you working to live or living to work? Uh-huh. Right. But we could all take a cue from like Europe, so <sighs> I can't talk. I'm trying. <laughs> I'm trying. I know. I'm like it's yeah. really hard. I know. I'm trying to like everything is expensive. Create that boundary. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. I know boundaries, mm-hmm, full circle. So my very last one, it is um, pretty much just a reminder that thirty is not that old. It's not. It's not too late to start now. Yeah, that's good because everyone always Ooh. feels like thirty is like, all right, you're over the hill. But I don't know why we were taught that, especially with thirteen going on thirty, thirty flirty and thriving. What we should be achieving for. It's so funny. People are like, oh, my friend told me the other day, she's like, oh, we're middle-aged. And I was like, suit yourself. How long are you right? planning to live for? Because oh at this God. point, that says 64. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, for real. I'm planning to live a lot longer than that, but you choose. Right? Yeah. <laughs> okay. So, I don't know. Here's my last one. Full circle. Back to you. To invest, okay, to learn to invest in less material things and learn to invest more in experiences. Oh, my <laughs> God. What? Word. <laughs> do we know each other or do we know Is this each our other? podcast or what? <laughs> that is hilarious. Yeah. So basically, you're like, 
I want to be like Ashley. And then basically, I'm like, I want to be like Oh my Katie. gosh, that's so cute. <laughs> basically, <laughs> oh, age is just funny. a number. And whenever you achieve age those just goals, a number. Is when you achieve them. Mm-hmm. Be proud of yourself and keep on trucking. Agree. Well, that was fun. Yeah, it's cool. I like these short, like, bam, bam, bam. Yeah. You know? Yeah, I would like to revisit something like this. We should do this. We should revisit this if we're still, cross our fingers, still doing the podcast when I turn 30. We should come back to this and see if I've done any of them. That's so cute. I'm sure we will be. Yeah. Keep your list. Yeah. I'm just a year and a couple months away. It's very close. I'm getting nervous. Yeah. Well, something you didn't know is that when you turn 30, you blow up. <gasps> but then <laughs> you miraculously kidding. must be put back together. <laughs> Unless mm, you lie about yeah, your age. it was it was awful. Paid a lot of money for this this reconstruction. <laughs> That's so funny. Um, yeah, I wanted to ask you if you want to do like a quick on the spot reflection. Um, sure. How how excited are you for like forty? Like, because when you're twenty, you're thinking, okay, I have all these years until I'm thirty. Right. And then it's like by the time you're 25, you're like, okay, 30 is like really close, but like, let's not look at it. Do you have that same kind of feeling about 40 now that you're in your 30s? That's a great question. Um, no, I think Ooh. that 40. So, you know how Andy told me that my sentences trail off and it's just kind of like they die? Uh, that's <laughs> yeah. how I feel about 40. Not that I'm going to trail off oh my and gosh. die when I'm 40, but just like it doesn't matter. It's like 30 is like you're an adult. And now it's just Numbers, whatever. 30 plus 10, 30 plus 12. Like, it's like counting in French. It's it's just, you, there's no number for it. You just add more numbers to it. I, I don't know if there are any distinct milestones by 40 because I'm assuming I'll have kids in my 30s. I'm assuming I'll, like a lot of life will stay the same. I have a lot of goals, but I don't have age-oriented goals at this point. That's great. So you just kind of lose that like number, I think. I don't know if I could speak for all people above 30. Yeah. Was turning 30 as like monumentous as it's made out to be? Um, I did notice a wrinkle on my forehead that hasn't gone away. Um, So that sucks. Uh, It was a really great birthday, but it wasn't COVID. So I don't know if... It was, like, as big as it could have been. It was, like, right in the middle of COVID. Did it feel different um, waking up? Like, this is I'm, – I'm no longer in my 20s. No, 31 felt that way. Oh. I think I was lying to myself for all of 30. Because that's when we moved – like, that's when we were moving down to L.A. that year. And then I was like, oh, 31. Ew. And then 32, I was like, I do not like that number at all. And 33, I'm not going to be happy about. So Big life change. I don't like the numbers. Yeah. Yeah, I don't like the numbers, but uh, I don't feel any different. I feel, I guess, I like, I feel more confident at work. Like, I'm someone who can be trusted, and I feel more aggressive about my stuff. Like, I'm like, hey, I know this. I know what I'm talking about. I have the experience. I'm not a child. Like, I feel like people are slight, still slightly taking me a bit more seriously, and not to, like, Bond over myself, but I still got a lot of people being like, Oh, you look like a child. So I think if I looked even older, maybe I would 
be getting a bit more of those vibes like oh you're an adult and you're trustworthy but i think it's just starting like people are like oh i see that wrinkle you probably know oh, something no. you're you're in your 30s oh man you know? <laughs> that's funny and terrible <laughs> yeah mm. um yeah are you worried about turning 30 or are you like one of those people that's like i'm so excited i'm gonna check all these things off my list that i just told you guys both um i'm i am really excited because like like I said, it's like 30, flirty, and thriving. Like, I feel like that's just like a key to life that you just like gained access to. You've been waiting, waiting, waiting to gain access to the key that opens door 30 and like see what's in that room. So I'm like excited for that. But it is like, all right, you are getting older. As a person, you are aging. You you have like mortality and there is an end and like, there's like, like those thoughts come through, <laughs> but totally. Um, I think, I think that's normal. Uh, oh yeah. yeah. Did you achieve all of your goals or all of like the things that you wish that you knew? Have you already achieved those? Or are there things that you are still working on from your list? Um, so this list is not the list I would have given you at 28. Ooh. No, I, it is not at all. Um, or even let's say when I was making, when I was really big into making lists and setting up goals for myself, that was probably like back at 25, oh my 26, gosh, 27. Same. Yeah. And, and now I'm just like, I accept the things I cannot change, which is myself. Um, so I would say big goals back then were to define that amorphous blob. What do I want to be? What do I want to do with myself? And I just accepted that th those things don't define me. Um, I define me and I've got a job and it works and I'm very happy. You know, ultimately I wanted to use my brain and have a career that uses my brain and I have that. So I have achieved that. I didn't achieve that by, um, well, I did achieve that before 30, but I didn't find a job like a particular job that I liked in that field until after 30. Um, I probably would have told you that I would have wanted to be married and maybe have had one or two kids. And that has changed significantly because my thoughts on marriage have changed significantly. And my thoughts on kids have not changed, but I am terrified of having them. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I don't know if I can raise children. Uh, yeah. So things have shifted, but You've gotten some reality. I realize checks. I think I'm just yeah yeah I'm more tired and I I value the smaller and slower things because they give back more. That's great. I love that. Well, yeah. I don't know if I have anything else to add. I think this was just like a nice fun episode. Yeah, I mean the only other thing that I can think to say is. Um, this episode was inspired by the Check Your Aesthetic podcast, oh, which yeah. is some girls we like. Um, it was not to to uh, copy it, but just to highlight some of our experiences. And I was reading and looking at some of the things they covered in their episode. They talk a lot about overachieving in your 20s. And I didn't even realize that I had so many like slow down kind of comments. But yeah. I think that really, if you're going to burn out, don't do it in your 20s. Life is very long Honestly. unless you don't plan to live a long time. Yeah. Um, it's more of a marathon. It's not a race. Hustle culture will kill you. I realized the people um, so yeah. in my life, or well, not in my life, but I realized like the people from my observation that I admire 
all of them are in their late 30s. The things that I'm like, mm. those are major, amazing achievements. They're in their mid to late 30s. Like, I've I've come to accept, like, all the things that I'm working for now are not going to happen now. Like, they're not, their life is not going to be my life because I haven't worked for that long or that thing yet. So. Totally. I think, I think. Like, set your own goalposts. Yeah, but also just, like, realize that it doesn't have to all be in your 20s. I think that was, like, a super unrealistic expectation that was placed on us. Um, Oh, yeah. Well, let's say this. If you feel like you have uh, unrealistic expectations riding over your head, move to L.A. because everyone has Peter Pan syndrome. (laughs) Yeah. You'll never feel it again. Yeah, that's true. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah, I don't know. That was fun. I'm gonna I'm gonna think about fun. this for the next year and a couple months as it approaches. Um if I'll start writing my when I'm 41. Ooh. <laughs> oh yes. Um for the audience, <laughs> if you're listening and you are under 30, we would love to know if you relate to any of these, if you've been thinking about this or if we just like scared the shit out of you. Um, and if you're over 30 and you're rolling your Either eyes, way, goal achieved. Yeah, right? <laughs> uh, if you're over yeah. 30 and you are rolling your eyes at this because you've learned every lesson, uh, let us know. Curious. Yeah, if you're over 30 and you've learned all these lessons, you are Maybe we should interview you. Keep, keep learning. <laughs> yeah, we'll Figure interview you because you're obviously perfect. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> What's the hack? Drop us a line at <laughs> coconutgrovepod at gmail.com. Exactly. Okay, see you there. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's so cute. Uh, um, all right, well, thank you guys so much for listening. This has been the Coconut Grove Podcast. You can follow us at the Coconut Grove Pod at, on Instagram. Yes. <laughs> yep. And then uh, you can follow me at Katie Dustin and you can follow Ashley at Ashley Hansen. All of the links are in the show notes below. Uh, Another shout out. We're going to sandwich this episode. Another shout out to Andy, our audio editor, audio genius. Uh, Thank you so much. We really appreciate all of your tips. Hopefully we made this episode easier for you. And leave this in because we want to shout you out. Don't take this out. Okay. Oh, yeah. Thank you so much. Okay. Thanks, guys. See you in the next one. (laughs) Bye, guys.